Welcome to Cultivate Connection, a weekly Bible-based meditation podcast, giving you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. I want to welcome you into this space today. If you'd like to learn more about Cultivate Connection, you can go to cultivateconnection.com. We are so grateful and thankful for all of you who have partnered with us along this journey. We love to hear your testimonies when you reach out. We love to hear what God is doing in your lives. We're thankful for your prayers and thankful for those who have partnered with us financially. If Cultivate Connection has been a blessing to you and you want to reach out and tell us about it, we would love to hear it. If you'd like to partner with us financially, you can go to cultivateconnection.com and go to the Give tab. We are going to continue in our series focusing on the miracles of Jesus, the things he did when he walked on this earth. We're just going to take our time reading scriptures that are in more than one gospel. We're going to meditate upon these stories and just give some room and space for God to speak to our hearts. So the first thing we want to do is just quiet ourselves or slow down here a little bit. Just become aware of your breath. Taking some time to decompress or to shift gears from whatever it is that you've been doing before this. Take a moment to tune into your body. Notice how you're feeling in this space today. Allowing yourself to come just as you are. I want to invite you to begin to lengthen out that breath. Try to draw that breath as deep as you can. Feeling that breath expand all the way down into the low belly here. Just finding a rhythm with the breath, lengthening it out, taking your time. Maybe if you feel you need to, taking a few really deep breaths and then maybe even opening mouth and just exhaling out, just kind of sighing out here. Letting go of anything hindering you from fully being in this space. God, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome into the deepest parts of our being. Will you give us courage today to see what it is you want us to see? 
We give us the grace to understand what you're speaking to our hearts today. And will you empower us by your spirit to move where you want us to move? To hear your voice clearly. To be still in the places where we need stillness. And to take action and step out in the areas you're calling us. Holy Spirit, I pray for each one listening. That you would be so present and they would be aware of your presence in a greater measure today. Will you feed our souls, God, with your word? Continue to stir in a hunger in our hearts to know you more. We're just going to take a moment today just to check in, to reflect a little bit. Why don't you look back over the past week? And where in this last week have you felt closest to God? And a second question of reflection, just examining where in this last week have you felt farthest from God? One more question of reflection. What is it that you're grateful for today? Can you tell God those things that you're grateful for?
So we're going to read our first scripture from Matthew, chapter 17, verses 14 to 21 from the Message Bible. I'm going to read it two times through and give you room and space to listen, to hear, and to engage. At the bottom of the mountain, they were met by a crowd of waiting people. As they approached, a man came out of the crowd and fell to his knees begging, Master, have mercy on my son. He goes out of his mind and suffers terribly, falling into seizures. Frequently, he is pitched into the fire, other times into the river. I brought him to your disciples, but they could do nothing for him. Jesus said, What a generation! No sense of God. No focus to your lives. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with this? Bring the boy here. He ordered the afflicting demon out, and it was out, gone. From that moment on, the boy was well. When the disciples had Jesus off to themselves, they asked, Why couldn't we throw it out? Because you're not yet taking God seriously, Jesus said. The simple truth is if you had a mere kernel of faith, a poppy seed, say, you would tell this mountain move and it would move. There is nothing you wouldn't be able to tackle. As I read it a second time, what is God calling you to lean into? What's he drawing you to? At the bottom of the mountain, they were met by a crowd of waiting people. As they approached, a man came out of the crowd and fell to his knees begging, Master, have mercy on my son. He goes out of his mind and suffers terribly, falling into seizures. Frequently, he is pitched into the fire, other times into the river. I brought him to your disciples, but they could do nothing for him. Jesus said, What a generation! No sense of God. No focus to your lives. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with this? Bring the boy here. He ordered the afflicting demon out, and it was out, gone. From that moment on, the boy was well. 
When the disciples had Jesus off to themselves, they asked, Why couldn't we throw it out? Because you're not yet taking God seriously, Jesus said. The simple truth is if that you had a mere kernel of faith, a poppy seed, say, you would tell this mountain move, and it would move. There is nothing you wouldn't be able to tackle. Our second account is from the book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 17 to 29. And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son possessed with a spirit which makes him mute, and whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth, and he grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. When he saw him, immediately the spirit threw him into convulsion and falling to the ground. He began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said to him, From childhood, it has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out, and the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him. He got up. When he came into the house, the disciples began questioning him privately. Why couldn't we drive it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot come out by anything 
but prayer. As I read it again, simply ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to see? And then be open to listen, to hear, to see. And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground and he foams at the mouth, and he grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. When he saw him, Immediately the spirit threw him into convulsion, and falling to the ground, he began rolling and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. It has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Then Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out. And the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and he got up. When he came into the house, the disciples began questioning him privately. Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot come out by anything but prayer.
We have one more account from Luke chapter 9, verses 38 to 43. Just notice, listen, become aware of what God's showing you. A man in the crowd called out to him, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, my only child. An evil spirit keeps seizing him and making him scream. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It batters him and hardly leaves him alone. I begged your disciples to cast out the spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said, You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you and put up with you? Then he said to the man, Bring your son here. As the boy came forward, the demon knocked him to the ground and threw him into a violent convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit and healed the boy. Then he gave him back to his father. Awe gripped the people as they saw this majestic display of God's power. Reading it one more time. A man in the crowd called out to him, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, my only child. An evil spirit keeps seizing him, making him scream. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It batters him and hardly ever leaves him alone. I begged your disciples to cast out the spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you and put up with you? Then he said to the man, bring your son here. As the boy came forward, the demon knocked him to the ground and threw him into a violent convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the evil spirit and healed the boy. Then he gave him back to his father. Awe gripped the people as they saw this majestic display of God's power.
What is God inviting you into today? We see as we read and we listen that God's kingdom comes and collides with earth. Jesus shows up on the scene and changes everything. How can you align yourself today with what Jesus wants to do on the earth, in you, around you? Where is he calling you into greater levels of belief and faith? And trust. When is the last time you've been gripped by awe, seeing God's majestic display of his power? It's so easy to reduce our experience of God to what we've seen and heard or even how we've been feeling lately. But when we come to God, we must allow him to show us who he is. God, I bless each one listening this week. I pray that you would awaken their awareness of who you are. That you would teach us how to pray. That we could have that mere kernel of faith, God, that poppy seed of faith that would tell a mountain to move and it would move that we would be so aligned with your heart and your spirit, with your will and your way, that we would move with you. God, I pray for those suffering torment in their lives. I pray, God, that they would receive you, the Prince of Peace. I speak peace, into their lives, their minds, their hearts, their beings. God, where we carry unbelief that prevents us from moving forward in what you have, will you give us a spirit of repentance to lay down that unbelief and to trust you and follow you in all that we do? Let us remember who you are, God. Let us press in and seek your face. And God, I pray this week that people would see you move, that a majestic display of your power would come forth as they encounter you. Amen. <laughs>